0: Good morning and welcome to the Dollar Doctor Show brought to you by Sapperston Asset Management. Securities cleared through Brighton Securities out of Rochester, New York. Member FINRA, SIPC, registered with the MSRB and an RIA, I'm Peter Greco.
1: And I'm Christina Saperston. Good morning.
0: Yeah, off to uh, another rocky start here. Yeah, what's
1: going on? (laughs) Apparently
0: the microphone I was on is not working.
1: (laughs) I see that. We had a little extra music.
0: Yeah, well, that's okay. (laughs) As long as it wasn't total silence anyway. So but anyway, oh boy, what a beginning. Anyway, uh, it is Saturday, November 9th, 2019, about 10.04 in the morning. And we always say that because the show is rebroadcast on this station ESPN 1520 AM out of Buffalo, New York at midnight. Unless there's a sporting event, then the show will be on after the sporting event. We are also available live streaming every Saturday morning from 10 to 11. If you go to our website, saperston.com, S-A-P-E-R-S-T-O-N.com, click on the Dollar Doctor tab that says live streaming, and you should be able to pick up the show live streaming on Saturday mornings. Also at the website, once again, saperston.com. All of our shows are archived, so if you go to the website and click on the Dollar Doctor tab, this is chat and archives, and click on archives, you can pick up all of the shows. If you miss a show, you want to replay a show, they're there many years. If you can't sleep, I guess they, they can put you to sleep, whatever. You know. But anyway, last but not least at the website every week, there's a free economic report by Stone and McCarthy, usually covering the most important economic news that they see, according to them. And, uh, you know, very brief, very understandable. You know, they do have some of their opinions like any economist does, but, uh, but I think it makes good reading. So we encourage you to go to our website, sapperstern.com. Right now, all the phone lines are wide open. So give us a call, 803-1520, toll-free, 800-879-7541. That's 803-1520 or 800-879-7541. Also, if for some reason you don't want to call, although we like talking to people, you can go to the website, Saperston.com again. Click on the Dollar Doctor tab where it says Chat and Archives. Click on Chat, and a little chat box will come up. You can type in a question. You can type in a symbol. And if you type in the symbol, let us know what you're looking to do with it right now. Give us a call, 803-1520. We're going to go first to Art. Oh, Art's just listening, right? Yeah, okay, so we're not yeah, going to Art. I was going to
1: just say, he, he definitely left a message this morning.
0: Did he? Yeah, okay, yes. so it's on the chat asking box. If you,
1: asking if you received something. So the chat box is definitely up and running.
0: I did. I, I appreciate it. I won't say anything further than that, but <laughs> <laughs> but I will say yes, thank you very much. I appreciate it uh, for you thinking of me. So.
1: And the new chat box, which he said it's his first try, uh, is working. That was his question, too.
0: And that was it. Okay, So anyway, uh, you know, as I say, it's very easy to get in the beginning of the show, 803.15.20, or use the chat box I just mentioned. The market, you know, was very strong. All the averages hit all-time highs again, much to, you know, maybe everybody's disbelief. And it's the cliche out there, the most hated bull market ever. (laughs) And, And on top of that, you know, everybody's looking for a top. And it's interesting that in this weekend's Barron's, number of people are suggesting get out of U.S. stocks and buy European and uh, Asian stocks. So uh, don't know why. You know, they, they give their reasons. You know, they, they, you know, I guess they're thinking maybe we're a little long in the tooth or something. But you know, to me, that's not, not a reason, really. But lately, I think some of the world averages have been outperforming in the shorter term you know, what the market, uh, you know, what our markets have been doing. And uh, I think right now, you know, for the year, it's been amazing, really. It's been a typical pre-election year, you know, which is normally the strongest year in an election cycle. And I think, what, the Dow is up about 18% for the year, and the S&P is up about 23%, and I think the Nasdaq's up about 27%. <laughs> And even the Russell 2000, the laggardest uh, small caps are up 18%. You know
1: yeah, it's had quite a run-up since October.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's they were, they were horrible, you know, going into October. Then, boy, small caps took off like anything. So uh, it's uh, been a very interesting year. Uh, if the normal election year cycle, the normal cycle in the market, plays out for November, there tends to be some kind of... Interim peak somewhere, you know, around the middle of the month, which would be next week. Maybe a little dip, and then a big rally into the end of the year.
1: Yeah, I mean, seasonally too, you're coming into that period of that six month where you have expected outperformance, November through April. So, you know, we're seeing that. Also, keeping an eye on sector rotation here. You know, it's an interesting time of the year. But remember what happened last year as well. So
0: <laughs> I know. <laughs> so,
1: not everything. It's not always history repeating
0: itself. Oh, not, not yeah, not all the time. It's always good to you know at least be aware of the cycles. And it's more important when the cycle didn't work. Then it's really telling you something. Right. You know. You know. If it's working, well, okay. You know. But, but but if it doesn't work, then something's afoot. You know. Something something's going on that you don't know about, and yeah, you should be more aware. So, and also I forgot. You know, they they had done a study. They said normally, I can't remember what the low was for the Dow. You know, uh, this year. But whatever the low was, they said that uh, if you go to the stock traders' almanac, the average rally off the low is like twenty some odd percent, and for the Nasdaq, it's forty-seven percent off the low. You know, so uh, and unfortunately, I'm over at a different mic and I'm way away from the computer screen right now. So, but anyway, I will figure that out in a minute as soon as somebody gives us a call. 1520 toll free. Eight hundred eight seven nine seven five four one. And I was, you know, kind of perusing as quick as I could Barron's, you know, online because I subscribed to it online. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, I think if we had a lot more listeners, we could get them to sponsor this show because I always bring it up every week. But, uh, you know, I think if they saw what our... Nielsen ratings were. <laughs> what is it, 1.3 or something like that? I don't know. Something, something low, <laughs> whatever that means. But anyway, I do encourage you to read Barron's, not because they're right, but they, they bring up a lot of points that you just may not be aware of. I always learn something every week. There's no question about it. And uh, you know, it's interesting, over the years, somebody had done a study, maybe it was at O'Shaughnessy or something, you know, that low P stocks, perform better over the years than than any other strategy if you buy, you know, the lower PE stocks. And they said, last five years, that really hasn't worked that tremendously as a big outperformance. It's only about 0.8% better than the market. And now they've come up and they did all sorts of crunching. And they said that the best predictor of what a stock will do and will outperform is free cash flow divided by the enterprise value. And somebody will say, well, how do you do that? Well, you probably go to finviz.com, and you probably can get the free cash flow and the enterprise value. And they have a screener, and you could screen. And actually, they did some screens. And believe it or not, I guess CVS came up as one of the top stocks, you know, based on Uh that method. Uh And what they do is they add to that to make it even maybe better, you know, uh, the dividends and the uh, stock buybacks of a company, you know. But anyway, uh, it, it's kind of intriguing that uh, they have a big article, you know, big thing on CVS and, you know, how that had gotten trash And now it's been doing exceptionally well, especially after they bought Aetna. And it's interesting when you read the article, they go into all the details. And they say how this, you know, apparently CVS with the wealth Hub stores now uh-huh. they is working tremendously. Matter of fact, I guess, guess you can go into them, get a blood test in an hour, get your results, you know. So it's, uh, you know, really changed tremendously. And those things I don't know about, you know. And, uh, and a lot of times you learn things about different sectors that you weren't aware of what was influencing them, you know. So it's not a matter of their opinion. They're just telling you different things that you might not be aware of. So it kind of right. always, in- and, you know, encourage you to look at that, no question about it. So Of
1: course. We do have somebody looking to buy some TMO in the chat box.
0: Okay, now I'm going to fi- have to figure out how to do this. <laughs>
1: Uh, We will pull up the chart here on the point and figure. This has been really trading in a range here. You've got from 268 all the way up to 304. It's been hitting that high point, came back down twice in August, Mm -hmm. had a nice run in November, reversed back down. Relative strength score is a 5. It's the best you can be. Uh, I'm going to flip over, look at Marketsmith here, which is our IBD. And again, showing the same thing. You're in a range. Healthcare has been one of those industry groups that has been moving. Um, you know, right here, it does look, it looks like you were looking to buy it. Um, so I would say that this would be a nice place to buy. You're almost down to the middle of the trading range, which is, you know, a good buy point, 288. Um, it closed, it looks like, on Friday at 294. Um, So I think that would be something that if you're going to start in on, I'd buy a position here.
0: You would buy a position there. Okay. You know, for people who aren't familiar with Christina, you know, she is a very important part of the investment management team, maybe the most important part she's become. (laughs) And, uh, you know, her advantage is that, you know, both Willard and I have been around a long time, and, uh, you know, you do pick up some bad habits, you know, over the years you, you don't realize about or, you know, sometimes you think you know it all. And Christina, you know, was a blank slate several years ago, and uh, she has her own way of doing things, and it uh, works very well. So anyway, there you well, go. aren't
1: you being nice? I feel like you want something.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I will not comment, but anyway.
1: We all have our bad habits, too. But Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. You, know, but, you really have to, I mean, in this type of a market, You know, especially like we just talked about, we're seeing some strength in the market. We're seeing, you know, a seasonally strong time coming in. You know, Mm -hmm. if there's things that you're interested in, they have strong relative strength, the charts look good. We've seen a lot of basing this year. Mm -hmm. You know, we had a strong beginning, but a lot of the charts look the same. Um, So it's not a bad thing to get into a position. It doesn't have to be a full, you know, you can do bits and pieces if it goes up great, if it comes back down. You know, a lot of them are in trading ranges, so you can always pick up some more lower.
0: Yeah, so, and, a lot, and you know, a lot of people get kind of frozen because they're worried about the market being at new highs, you know. And, right. Uh, but, you know, you can't do that. You have to analyze each position. As we always say, do your own research and, you know, don't let where the market is keep you out of something that you decided could be a very good investment. You know, and as I look at this, T- Thermo Fisher Scientific, did it have a, a price objective on it at all?
1: Yeah, the price objective is 372. Okay. And like I said, it closed at 294. Um, your moving averages, your 200 days at 276.40. Oh,
0: beautiful.
2: Okay. Um,
1: you know, which really falls in line with that range that it's in. So, yeah. uh, you know, definitely a, a nice stock to take a look at here.
0: Yeah, and what I like is it had a nice gap up back on the 22nd of October, and it rallied, you know, ran into some resistance from back in July. And, but when it pulled back, it held the gap, and it held support. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, so as long as it stays, you know, above the 200-day, uh, you look to be in good shape. So I, I agree with you, I guess, after all of that. But anyway, oh my God. That, that's frightening.
2: Yeah, <laughs> but that's, anyway. Is,
1: as we're talking about the chart here, I mean, there's some resistance there around that 304, 305, yeah. 305 area. But like we said, you know, it's been in a range. We're starting to see some movement in the markets. Um, you know, could be a good place right. to get a
0: position. Yeah, and it did, you know, ran into that 305 resistance, pulled back, tested the gap, and yeah, looks good. Anyway, uh, right now, give us a call, 803 toll toll-free, 800-879-7541, and we're going to go to Jack in Lockport. Good morning.
3: Good morning. Good morning, guys. How are you doing? Okay. Good. Good, good. Here. Uh, good to hear you both. Um I uh, co-teach an investment class at uh, ECC, and uh, David's going to speak at a class this coming week, and uh, it's uh, good uh, for Sapperson to uh, allow their people to do that, and uh, it's really good for David uh, that David does it. He gets no remuneration, but uh, he always takes the time to to come and see our class, and, and they really benefit from it. Well,
0: that's great. Yeah, and we yeah. appreciate you inviting them.
4: Yeah, <laughs> so. well, we, we,
3: we enjoy having them, right. and the students get a, a, a nice perspective and, and give uh, them a little better understanding of, the, of some things as far mm-hmm. as uh, finance and investment. Great. So it's yeah,
0: good, I'm so. glad it's working out. Tremendous. Yeah, it is.
3: Yeah. Thank you. Um, it's going to close towards the end of the month. The uh, takeover ran by the Pagoulas, Uh the majority share. They are had a big jump a few months ago in in the uh, price of the stock, but there's also going to be a uh, dividend of a dollar fifty cents i guess thirty cents in cash and the rest in stock and uh wonder if you think uh it's, it's uh, this might be a uh, uh company maybe add to a portfolio
0: well leaving it up to you christina
1: uh, and this is r a n d
0: yes it is right.
3: Yes, Rand Capital, of course, a local company in Buffalo. Yeah, Pagula's got, I think, 57% stake in it, and the deal's supposed to close towards the end of the month. And uh, they seem like people who would uh, uh, make sure a company is run well. So, and for the first time, they're going to start paying dividends. I guess.
0: Well, we
1: all we all love dividends.
0: And what are they paying for the the rest of the company?
3: Uh, I'm not sure. I think it's, uh, boy, I thought so.
0: um, Well, I don't want to put you on the spot. I think
3: 25, (laughs) I think it's, I think it's 25 million. It gives them uh, the the 57% stake.
0: Oh, so they're buying a 57% stake.
3: Yeah, they're buying, not the whole company, but 57%. So they're getting a majority, uh, majority stake.
0: I see. Okay. Yeah,
3: I'm
1: trying to see if there's any real news that I can...
0: Well, what's kind of interesting is I'm trying to figure out what kind of value that puts on it, you know. So, if if they're buying 57 percent of the company, and you check out how many shares are outstanding, uh, let's see how many shares are outstanding here. Shares outstanding six million. Sixty percent say you no. Know, say say it's three point six million. How much did you say that uh, they're offering? Uh, Twenty five million. So what's that about? Um, three point six, six, um, uh, little Nick? over six dollars a share. Is that possible? Hold yeah. Well, can.
3: no, it's and actually the shares are, were selling for a lot less than. Uh,
0: yeah, uh, that's than what the, I mean. The that's,
3: value of them.
0: And, yeah, uh, I mean, I mean, they're putting a much higher value on the company. Right. Based on that, you know, because it's uh, you know three million shares. They're buying a little more than three million shares, almost three and a half million shares. And uh, what seven seven times that would be what thirty five? Yeah, they're bidding. Yeah.
3: It was valued at three dollars per share, mm-hmm. and that's about a, a third uh, of a premium of the value that the shares were at the time of the offer.
0: Oh, okay, all right. So, what do you think of the chart, Christina? <laughs>
2: well,
1: the chart, the chart, <laughs> the chart is interesting. I'll tell you that I haven't seen such a base. Um, in a long time, there. I mean, this thing has just been basing since 07. Um, you have your lows there that you've been into at two and a quarter. Saw as high as five back in '16, mm-hmm. um, but really just basing. Um, you yeah. know, you hope that it holds that support there. Maybe the news will help boost it up.
0: Yeah, I mean, the, definitely. You know, what they're offering and the value they're putting on the company. You know, it seems like it has. You know, real good support somewhere in the 240 area or so, and, uh, you know, it would uh, be an interesting speculation. I wouldn't have any problem buying a little.
3: Okay, yeah, that's, uh, I'm figuring, like I said, with, with Pergoulas, uh, they, they'd make the company, uh, or mm-hmm. they wouldn't make the company, but they're the kind of people who are been successful, and uh, the company's been around a long time, and, and, and I think uh, th- 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 you'd be more so, and... Uh, so I, uh, I I figure that uh, added to the portfolio sure won't won't hurt much. No,
0: yeah, I mean
1: that's definitely a positive.
0: Yeah, and you and, know, and, you know, and, and as Christina mentioned, my built it's built a long long base, you know. So um, yeah,
1: you know, and you, these things, if you have a base like this, and it does happen to pick up some momentum and break out mm-hmm. of that five dollar range, then I would say watch out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, exactly. you normally see that just as kind of, you know, like the liftoff. Uh, huh? Yes, exactly. The longer, the bigger the base, the the bigger that it shoots out of there. Yep. So So definitely one to watch.
0: Yep.
3: Okay. Well, good. Thank you so much.
0: Well, thank you. Appreciate the call. You're welcome. Have a good weekend. Take care. Okay, right now, phone lines are wide open. Give us a call, 803-1520, toll-free, 800-879-7541. And you know, if for some reason you don't want to call, but you might want some information, you can go to our chat box at saperston.com, S-A-P-E-R-S-T-O-N.com. Click on the Dollar Doctor tab that says Chat and Archives. Click on Chat. There's a chat box there. You can type in a question, type in the symbol. If you type in the symbol, let us know what you're looking to do. Right now, we're going to go to Art. Good morning.
5: Good morning to you wonderful people. It's great having Christina with her great technical information. You, yep. you are, t- you are too great. sweet. Yeah, it's great. Also, I want to thank uh, Willard. I think he may even be listening for it, his, what he mailed to me. It was very interesting.
1: Oh,
0: okay. It. Very good. And I appreciate what you sent to me, as I said before. Thank you. Oh,
5: yeah. You. I, I, I figure that's the best address I can find, you know.
0: Well, that's all right. Uh, it worked. <laughs>
5: yeah, great. Uh, today I'm interested in uh, what uh, Zimmer is doing. The code is ZBH. Now, I listened in, and I went to Google, and I listened in to the analyst, uh, re- uh, the company's report to analysts with questions. It was very interesting, and it looked very positive. And I see it ended at 144, up 5 and 7, eighths for the week. I mean, it had a big jump last week, too. And mm-hmm. I wonder what the point and figure might uh, show for this stuff, you know, how high it might go.
1: Yeah, the point and figure chart, uh, like you said, it had a good week. It's had a good little bounce-up on um, since the beginning of the month, here uh, actually gave a buy signal at 144, uh, broke mm-hmm. out above its September highs at 142. With the bullish price objective on this is 170, and as you said, it closed at 144. So yeah. that's a nice a nice move. Interestingly, oh, yeah, just, on this, oh, go ahead. Yeah,
5: I was going to say, this is one of my beauties. I pay $28 course for this. Wow. So
1: I wanna,
5: yeah, you know, I mean, see.
1: This we were just talking about bases and how a lot of um, the charts kind of look the same. This had a huge range that this is trading in
6: um, yeah, back been, since
1: 2017. I mean, you had you know a real range between 132 and down to 97. It just went back and forth, back and forth, right, and then right. in July, you know, you just saw it shoot up. Um, so, it, again, it broke out above that. You would see, we would expect to see it go higher.
0: Yeah, and, uh, you know, I would agree, too. You know, this is frightening. But anyway, uh, <laughs> we did have that big gap, which was interestingly just, just kind of like above the, the whole consolidation you were talking about. And uh, the it's been holding that the whole way, you know, going sideways between about 132 and 143, when, around that area. And it's right, you know, trying to break out above that. And it, it's a very bullish-looking chart, very mm-hmm. bullish. Where's the 200-day on this thing? The
1: 200-day is at 127.24, yeah. so you are well above that. Yeah, so you're, you
0: know, long as a long-term investor, as long as you're above 127 for now, you're in great shape. Yeah, mm,
5: Great. Uh, second item would be, now, I have to take a uh, minimum annual distribution from my uh, IRAs, mm-hmm. and uh, I have a choice between two different things, and I was wondering if you could give me your thoughts on it. One is the Vanguard High Yield Corporate. It's a V-W-E-H-X, and the other is Fidelity Capital and Income, F-A-G-I-X. They're both bond funds,
2: mm-hmm. uh,
5: high yields, and I have a... You know, a substantial amount each, much more in the vanguard than the other, and I have to take about a $34,000 distribution before the end of the year.
1: Okay, well, let's see. I'm actually going <clears> to <throat> plug them in against each other. Um, oh, If you wonder- bear with me a minute. I don't know if Peter's seeing anything that he wants to comment on.
0: Well, the only thing I comment, I always take the easy way out, mm-hmm. sell a little of each. Okay. Because to me, on the chart, they look pretty. It'd be interesting to see what your comparison comes out. Because the charts look fairly similar. Mhm.
5: Well, the one thing is, though, Fidelity. I, I, that's probably all I have is about thirty-four to thirty-six thousand, mm-hmm. and the other I have about oh, half a million dollars in the high-yield corporate Vanguard.
0: Well, so, Art.
5: Yeah.
0: Never mention that stuff on the air.
5: Oh, sorry. I got quite a bit of it.
0: Though. No, I'm just, uh, yeah. yeah. You know. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know, because I always tell this story about somebody who called us up and he had like uh, treasuries. I think he had half a million dollars in treasuries mm-hmm. or something like that. Right. And then a little while later, a neighbor came over and said, Geez, I didn't realize you had all that.
5: He <laughs> <laughs> wanted to take a loan out. Yeah, yeah,
0: right. So, you know, he heard him, he recognized him on the radio. So, yeah, oh, ne- yeah. Ne- never give numbers like that sure, out. Sure. Yeah, okay.
1: Yeah. On the relative strength, would you just compare these to each other to say, you know, if you had this and this, which one is better? The Fidelity is, is definitely the stronger one on it. Um, mm-hmm. I'm just going to look at a couple other things here.
5: I see the yield is 4.8, and the Vanguard yield was 5.4, according to uh, mm-hmm. uh, this chart. Yeah. So I
1: looked at. It. I'm going to look at one other thing here. So the chart, you know, the Vanguard uh high yield the relative strength is coming down a little bit. Mm-hmm. I'm showing a five and a half yield as well. Um, mm-hmm. and on the F A G I X, the capital income, you know, the relative strength on this one, which would go in line with what I just told you about comparing them apples to apples there, um, is a four point five four and going up, which is a strong score. Funds have a relative strength that can go up to six. Um, this yield I'm showing is a little bit lower. Um, and then for the year, yeah. I mean, this has had a nice run this year too. I mean, so like you said, uh, we often will take a little bit off of of two different things if you have a choice. I mean, that's yeah. the weasel way we call it. Um, yeah, it sounds,
0: because if weird. you do one, it's all, you always pick right, the wrong one. Right,
1: the other one's always going to go <laughs> right, up. And
0: then exactly. You're
1: feel
2: bad. <laughs> yeah. yeah and and there's yeah. not
0: a real you know strong strong reason. You know, one over Not the other On either one. Exactly.
5: Yep. Yeah. Uh, thanks to Luke, too, for getting me squared away with my two phones. And all of a sudden, I come back on uh, the website, and I clicked on Stolper's. It had a picture of uh, some food. I clicked on that, and the, vo- and the sound came on. So I'm able to get it on the computer right
0: now. Oh, great. Yeah, babe. You're well, all set. You.
5: Yeah, I appreciate you people very much.
0: All right, thank you. We thank appreciate, you. appreciate you. Take care. Okay, right now we're going to go to Tom in Amherst. Good morning. Tom? Tom? Well, while we're waiting for Tom,
6: it's an appropriate time to take a quick one-minute break. We'll be right back. If you'd like to have Saperston Asset Management evaluate your portfolio and discuss management services, you can contact Willard or Peter by calling in Buffalo, 854-7541, or toll-free, 800-879-7541. Again, in Buffalo, 854-7541, toll-free, 800-879-7541. Now back to the Dollar Doctors. Welcome back to the Dollar Doctor Show, brought to you by Saperston Asset Management,
0: clearing securities through Brighton Securities out of Rochester, New York. Member FINRA, SIPC, registered with the MSRB at an RIA right now. Phone lines wide open again. Give us a call, 803 1520, or toll free, 800 879 7541. Also, uh, you can go to our website, saperston.com, S-A-P-E-R-S-T-O-N.com. Click on the Dollar Doctor tab that says Chat and Archives. Click on Chat. There's a chat box there. You can type in a question, type in a symbol. If you type in a symbol, let us know what you're looking to do with it. Right now, line's wide open. Give us a call, 803-1520.
1: We do um, have a couple of stocks to look at from the chat box, but before that, Art did mention the RMD. Yep. Um, and just as a public service announcement, because I know we're working on it over here, mm-hmm. uh, if you are 70 and a half this year, you are required to take a distribution from your IRA. Okay. Um, so make sure that you check in on that um, before the end of the year, because that is the deadline and there can be a penalty if Very you don't take it. Very so good. Ho- um, Oh, go ahead.
0: Well, well, Tom came back, so we'll do Tom real quick here. Okay. Uh, Tom from Amherst. Good morning.
7: Uh, good morning. Uh, was wondering uh, what your take is on Square. It's been bouncing around between sixty and sixty-three, and I don't know whether to take a position in here or
5: not.
1: Um, looking at just like you said, um, you have it's it's running up into resistance against the trend line there, at about sixty-seven. Um, it looks like it closed at sixty-two forty-five. The relative strength is a zero on this. Um, which zero, no, yeah, is is not is the worst of the bunch. Um, well. On a stock, the relative strength goes from zero to oh, five. You can't
0: go negative, huh? No, you can't. Not yet.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, So, yeah, I mean, it's definitely trying. It did reach a bottom back in September of 55, and since then it is making higher highs and higher lows, which is is a positive off the bottom there. But, again, you're going to see some resistance there at uh, 66.
0: Yeah, very good. I was going to say somewhere in that area, if it breaks out above that resistance, you would be a buyer. Uh, I think a lot of people—I thought their earnings came out very strong, if I remember right. You know, I think people were surprised at how well— yeah, Well, they
7: did. I, yeah. I can't understand why the stock is uh, vacillating so much.
0: Well, the problem, too, between—you know, it, a lot of the big runners with high P's and everything, you know, have been hit lately. Uh, you know, it's risk on, risk off, risk on, risk off from week to week, you know. Uh, it looks to me, you know, unless something gets tweeted again next week, but anyway— <laughs> uh, You know, risk on is coming back, and if this does break out above that, you know, 66 or so area, I I think you could take a position in it.
1: Yeah, and if it does break out in there, I mean, you're you're looking at, you know, going back to where it fell apart, um, and that's up in the high 70s.
0: Yeah, and, and uh, you know, it's long to, where are the moving averages on this, above it, I would assume, right?
1: Uh, the moving averages, the 200 days at 69.23, okay. so that's right above the trend line where it would break out. Okay. Uh, the 50 days at 61.05, um, so you are—
0: uh, You're in between both. Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. And, and, you know, I would say that, yeah, obviously you for a long term you want to see it back above the 200-day, but uh, I think as long as it holds that low in about the 54, 55 area, you know, uh, I think I think it would be a reasonable choice if it does that breakout.
1: Yeah, and the bullish price objective on the relative strength chart is 80, which goes in line with you know,
0: the it, previous if it can
1: that's where it fell apart. Right. You
7: know, okay.
0: That's what you'd expect yeah, I cover. think it could be interesting.
7: Yep. Uh, do you have time for another one? Sure. Uh, Morgan Stanley, MS.
0: MS oh boy does that look nice Hmm.
7: long tail up
0: yeah i know on the point and figure chart you know i always kind of say you got to look at a bar chart too you know because uh the point and figure chart you know because of the box size and everything only is measuring certain moves and it makes it look like it was straight up if i look at the bar chart it's just sideways for a long time what do you think christina
1: well, actually, Peter, yes. the relative, relative strength chart is actually showing it kind of going back and forth as well. Right um, for the year there, uh, but you do see it up. You know, it came up in October and has shot up. But it's one of our favorite charts in the sense that it has it had that resistance at the downtrend, and it's broken through that with the buy signal at 46, and then broke above the April highs at 48, um, with a higher X on there at 49. Looks like it closed at 49.15. The 200-day moving average is 43.42. Um, I mean, this looks nice.
0: It looks nice. It's in a bit of a resistance area, you know, on the bar chart. But
7: do you think this might get to 52
0: Well, that would be the next resistance area on the bar chart. What what does it show on the the, point-and-figure chart? The
1: price objective is 68, which is obviously very much above that. But, yeah, like Peter said, I mean, you have that resistance level there. But if we get some momentum here...
0: Yeah, you know, 52 would be the next, you know, short-term resistance, and then, you know, uh, it, it looks very nice. I mean, like I say, always look at a bar chart, too, you know, because sometimes the point-and-figure chart, when you get the long tail up, like I say, it's only measuring if the stock pulls back a certain amount. But if I look at the uh, bar chart, it doesn't look like that. You know, it's build, it's been building a base, you know.
7: I, I got another one, uh, too. Uh, Teladoc, TDOC.
0: T-D-O-C, that was hot. I haven't followed it for a while. Yeah, it's hot again.
7: It's <laughs> got no earnings, and seems, to just plow ahead. Well,
0: this is supposed to be the future of medicine, as I understand it.
7: Virtual medicine, yeah. Yep,
0: yep. You know, but it's an
7: easy field to enter. Mm-hmm.
0: It is, but it depends on whether you've established you know, a great foundation for your company, you know, that makes it harder for other people to really push you out, you know. And I, you know, as far as I know, they started quite a while ago, you know. So, but anyway, what's it look like on the chart to you, Christine? Yeah,
1: I mean, the chart it broke out um, back in it looks like October mm-hmm. above its you know old highs from the year, um, which were back down at seventy four, and it shot right up. I mean, you hit eighty two. It's reversed back down last week, down to seventy nine. Looks like it closed for the week at eighty sixty six. Your two hundred day moving average is sixty three forty nine. So you back. are well above that.
0: What about the fifty day? Where's that? Uh,
1: the fifty day you're seeing at sixty eight ninety one. Okay. Uh, still above where that you know that breakout yeah. was. Uh, relative strength is the five highest you can be. Um, you know, looks looks like a decent.
0: Yeah, I mean. Uh,
1: Bye.
0: Yeah, because I'm looking at. You know, support on the uh, bar chart would be in the seventy area, and didn't you? What would you, would you? That that coincides what with the fifty day more or less, or or is that uh, below that?
1: Yeah, the fifty day is just below that seventy. Right. 68, ninety-one. Sixty,
0: yeah, yeah. So you got good support in that sixty-eight to seventy-one area, and uh, yeah, I, I I think it's a uh, worth a shot at it, and the big resistance will be around ninety, right? Yeah.
1: And that's the, right around the top of the trading band, too. Right, yep. What about the volume
7: on this? Is this uh, volume picking up?
0: Boy, it really picked up a couple days ago. Did they have earnings come out or something, or?
7: It did, yeah.
0: Yeah, that must have been it, because it was on uh, October 31st, it, Halloween. It didn't,
7: didn't have any earnings.
0: Yeah. But. Well, but it, <laughs> you know, but they, you know, some some of the biggest winners haven't had earnings. You know, it, it's. Uh, as long as there's the potential in the future and people believe in it, it works, you know. Of course, for works it didn't work. But anyway. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't worry about that right now. I mean, you know, they're building and building and spending money building, you know. And uh, tremendous volume on the earnings, which was a little short-term breakout, you know.
7: Okay, guys. Yep. Thank you very much.
0: You're quite welcome. You're Thank you welcome. for calling. Have a good Have weekend. Have a nice weekend. Okay, give us a call. Phone lines wide open. 1520 Toll free 800-879-7541. Christina, I thought you would attract some females here, but anyway, <laughs>
1: you did. Well, I know that some of them listen.
0: Oh, did they?
2: I? But I
1: have. I have been told that, but, but uh, they're shy. Maybe they just maybe they're shy. Some right. of us don't, you know, like to hear ourselves. I okay. guess so. But we do have the chat box. Um, So feel free to use that if you do not want to call in and talk to us, although we are very friendly, I promise. Um, (laughs) And looking at the chat box, we do have a couple of stocks that we can look at. So why don't we start there? GE.
0: GE. Well, people are beginning to believe he's turning that company around. Uh, what does it look like to you on your point and figure chart there?
1: Well, the chart. I mean, obviously, we know what it has looked like.
0: Yep. <laughs>
1: um, you know, it's,
0: I'm not allowed I mean, to say that word on the air. S- the anyway.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll move past that. Right. <laughs> um, so we've obviously seen this drop. Um, you had uh, a fall down from the 30s mm-hmm. all the way down to about seven. Um, interestingly, on this relative strength chart, you've had your first buy signal um, okay. since then, since this downtrend. So you would hope that that seven is a bottom um you saw it come back up trying came back down again but has since um in the last week uh broke above and gave a buy signal at 11. Um, so that is a positive sign uh relative strength is is increasing it's a two um, so not great. We really like to see stuff that's above a three, but, I mean, this would obviously be more of a bottom fish play here. Yeah,
0: it's worthwhile to me. You know, one of these we're going to disagree on, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's a worthwhile, you know, if you want to take a some position in it or if you've done a lot of research. And, you know, certainly the news was pretty good from, you know, they're not out of the woods totally yet. But uh, you know, he looks like he's taking the company in the right direction, and the uh, the earnings were very good. It was appreciated by Wall Street, and uh, looks like next resistance would be in the 13 area. And I don't know, does it, does it, is there any buy sig? We said a buy signal on that.
1: Yeah, the the buy signal was at 11. Um, right, and it so looks and Like what, it closed and, at 11:52. The 200 days, 969.
0: Yeah, above the 200 so, day. Uh, yeah,
1: crossed above that. So. You know, definitely seeing some strength here.
0: And what but would be the price objective on the thing then?
1: The price objective is 19. Which okay. is Right back up kind of to where it's, you know, the second break was mm-hmm. on its way down, um, also near the resistance line there. Okay. Or the trend line.
0: Yep. So we're in agreement again. I'm going to go, you know, Uh-oh. next. Can I go? I'll go next to a phone call. Jerry and Alden, good morning.
4: Uh, good morning, Peter and Christine. Good morning. Uh, wanted to ask you about three different stocks. Mm -hmm. The first one, I have a small position, is GH Guidant Health. GH, okay.
1: Okay, Garden Health Care. It
4: just took Uh, a jump. Well, it's been jumping around or bobbling around, I guess.
1: Yeah, this is similar in the sense of what we were just talking about with GE. You know, it, it hit a bottom back in October around 57, and it's trying to um, you know, turn itself around. It's having higher highs and higher lows, which we like to see. Uh, it looks like, I mean, the relative strength isn't great on it, it's a one. Uh, the 200-day moving average is 75.34, so you're still below that, so you're gonna find some resistance there. Um, closed at 71.89.
0: Um, so obviously had a nice run last week. Yeah, and uh, once again, do you own it? or
4: uh, A little bit, but okay, I am yeah. going to buy some more. But. Uh,
0: yeah, I mean, it, as long as it's not too big a position if you buy more, uh, you know, that low in the, what, 58, 59 area, somewhere in there?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know,
0: 57. 57. As long as you don't go below that, uh, you know, it could be worth adding a little more to it.
1: Yeah, and okay. even higher than that, instead of waiting all the way to the bottom, 63 is definitely, you know, that's where it gave a cell signal mm-hmm. um, and was able to then turn around from there. Um, you know, so that's a little bit more near-term support if you're, you know, trying to look at that.
0: Oh, Okay.
4: The next two I don't really own, i just looking at. One is Qualcomm took a jump.
0: Qualcomm, well, I think we talked about it last week and said it you know, I said, <laughs> I don't want to blame anybody else, but anyway, uh, you know, that, you know, they're, they're a big player now in this 5G. Their earnings were very good, and that's why it took a big jump. It broke out above the prior high at 89.90 and, uh, you know, looked strong on a bar chart. What about the point and figure chart there?
1: Yeah, same thing as you would expect. I mean, it shot up in November. Mm-hmm. Uh, gave a buy signal at 84 um, and closed on Friday at 94.03, um, broke above its old highs. So, you mm-hmm. know, you would expect to find support, <clears throat> excuse me, at the old highs and at the top of the trading band, which is 90. Um, you'd also expect it to maybe readjust itself here um, a little bit, um, but we'll have to see. Yeah, but where, it looks good.
0: And where's the moving averages on it?
1: Your 200 day is at 70.47.
0: Okay, so way, way back. Way.
1: Yep. Uh, the 50 days at 78.85.
0: Oh, there you go. Okay, so 70. Well,
1: well,
0: above those. Yeah. Okay. So it's well above those. So first support should be in the breakout area, you
1: know, mm-hmm. approximately
0: what <clears throat> 89.90. Yeah.
1: yeah, 90. I would say is the where you would hope for it to find support. You may see it or come close. down a little bit. Yeah, yeah below yeah. that. Yeah. Um, like I said, the trading band that it was in. Um, which was pretty wide, was between 67 and 90, and that's, you know, on a relative strength chart. So you would expect some readjustment here. Um, so it could break that a little bit, but I but, wouldn't get too you know, nervous.
0: I mean, uh, I mean, if you're looking at it, you, you know, you could take a partial position, you know, and see what happens next.
4: Okay. Sounds good. Uh, the last one, I, I, I was A R R A R M N.
0: Oh, that one's, uh, (laughs) that's a toughie. And
1: what was the symbol on that? A-R-M-N,
4: Enron.
0: Is it A-M-R-N?
1: Well, maybe I got it Oh, yeah, because I'm not coming up on that. (laughs) Yeah,
0: A-M-R-N. Yeah, I'm familiar with that. I'd been in it a while back. But, yeah, it's sitting there. Everybody has high hopes for the company, you know, and uh, I forgot what they're involved in. I mean, it's a biotech company, but there's some drug that's uh, the most important right now. And uh, I don't know, what what does it look like on the point-and-figure chart there?
1: Looks like you should be buying it at 13 and selling it at 23. There you go. (laughs) No, no, um, it's it's obviously been in a trading range. Um, And some of these things, if you have, uh, like Peter said, if there's some drug in particular, you know, if there's news, these things can swing. Right now, it has you know, tried to create a bottom around 14, mm-hmm. um, and it has had two buy signals um, since it reached that first 14 back in August, so that's strong. You're coming up into resistance. You're right on the trend line around 19, closed at 16.65. You're 200 days, 17.79. Um, so you're, you know you'd like to see it kind of get back above that. Um, again, it's a big base breakout if it can beat through 23, um, yep. and then you'd expect some momentum. But relative strength, it's a it's a one. Um, bullish price objective is 2650, which is slightly above that resistance of 23. Mm-hmm. Um, so something to keep an eye on. Yeah, okay. and it
0: might be you know it might be worth once again if you looked into it, read all the news on the company anyway, and you might want to take a partial position. You know because right now it's in a short term consolidation between about 14 and 18. And if it breaks out of that, you know, uh, that's very encouraging.
4: Okay. Thank you very much. Okay. Great service.
0: Thank you. Appreciate your calling. Have a good weekend. Okay, you too. Okay, right now, give us a call. Phone line's wide open, 803-1520, toll free, 800-879-7541.
1: We had one more that we kind of blew through on the chat box uh, that was connected with GE. We are looking at Dow,
2: Dow.
0: Dow. Gee, boy, that's been a disappointment, I'll tell you. Hmm. But oh, hey, all right. What does it look like to you? <laughs>
1: well, as you, it looks pretty good,
0: I know. I am shocked, you Well, like I mean, I it's, I a, it's yeah. we
1: like this chart. Um, you know, it found its bottom uh, back in August at 41. It has since come right back up, gave two buy signals, one at 48, another one at 50, right as it was going through the trend line, and has since broken above, you know, some resistance it had at 52. Um, it's right there again at 55, closed at 55.99, the 50 days, 47.73, and the 200 is 49.61. So, you know, definitely looks um, like it's-
0: On its way. Has,
1: um, yeah, it's got some momentum it. <laughs> I want to say on its way because,
0: well, I guess you could. We don't know. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's an opinion, you know, based on whatever, you know, tools we use. Nothing guaranteed in life, that's for sure. And uh, as we always say, do your own research. Why I said it was a disappointment was because it was up at 60 in the beginning of, you know, 2019 and dropped to, what, 40? Boy, yeah, I think it did. So it dropped from 60 to 40, <laughs> and, you know, that was what they were talking yeah. about spinning off and doing all these spin-offs and all of that, you know, but, uh, but yeah, it's been very nice since that bottom, and, uh, yeah, so I agree, uh, but what was he looking to do, did he say?
1: Uh, he, he didn't, he okay. just said...
0: Uh, well, if you own what, what it, you would you hold it, down? right?
1: Yes, if you own it, you would hold it. Um, if you're looking to get into it, um, like we said, you know, breaking out through that trend line at Uh, 52, you know, that's a nice buy point Mm -hmm. in that 52, 53 range, and it closed, you know, above it around 56. Um, So I'd be watching it here if you want to pick them up. Yeah, and, you know,
0: if you want to buy a little, you can always do that. We always say buy a little, you know, especially if you've looked into it, done your own research, and uh, that 52 breakout area should be support. And I say area, you know, like if we say 52. We're talking about the general area around right. there. Okay. You know, so you can always give a little leeway. There's no Price way to. Price
1: objective for what it's worth is 66 on this.
0: There you go, which is back above where it was at the beginning. Yeah. know, yeah. Okay. Right now, give us a call, 803 toll toll-free, 7541 Or you can go to Saperston.com, click on the Dollar Doctor tab. This is Chat and Archives. Click on chat. You'll see a little chat box. You can type in a question, type in a symbol. And if you're putting in a symbol, let us know what you're looking to do.
1: right
0: we do. I got one over? on the phone real quick. Uh, Tom in North Tanawana. Good, good, good morning.
7: Good morning. Peter and Christine, you're doing good a good job
0: today. Oh, appreciate that.
7: Okay. We have to Be get honest.
0: her on the air more, right? Oh, yes. I knew I I knew. she didn't want me to say that. We've
1: been sucking up all morning here.
0: Okay.
5: Uh, regarding Rand,
0: Okay. I
7: watched
1: stock.
5: I re- I've watched that stock for years.
0: Yeah, yeah
7: gone, It has gone nowhere. Nowhere.
0: Oh, I agree. Absolutely.
7: I- and, and what that is, that's a dreamer stock. <laughs> you can sit back and dream.
0: Right. Yeah, it's, it's a speculation. Yeah, okay. Now, I got, a,
7: I got a new speculation, which okay. I don't usually do. Okay. It's called, um, symbol is P, E, and N.
0: Oh, it's a gamb- the gambling stock there? Yeah, yeah, Penn National Gaming, yeah.
4: Take a look at that, would you please?
0: Yeah. What do you think, Christina? Yeah,
1: this is, uh, this is nice. This has been basing.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh,
1: you had it drop uh, back in 18. You know, it fell apart up at 30. Uh, came all the way down. And it's been trying to find a bottom at 1750. It broke that a little bit in August uh, and then reversed right back up. You have a triple top buy at 22,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, and, which is a good... That's a good sign uh, the price objective on this is 2950 which is getting you right back up to where it fell apart 20 fifty six is the 200 day so it went above that um, you know this would be if and you own this already or you're looking to
3: yes I just got it last week
0: yeah yeah, it, yeah look, look looks decent and especially since it did that breakout like you said above the uh, 21 22 area. So cash.
4: they have a lot of cash.
0: Yeah, and that general area should be, you know, reasonable support right now. So yeah, yeah. I, I think you made a good choice. Okay. I was Let's, gonna say something bad just so we could disagree, but no. <laughs> but anyway. Go right ahead. No, that's all right.
4: <laughs> Where's Mr. Goldman? He didn't call today.
0: No. Well see you as soon as you mentioned him, he'll give you a call. So we appreciate okay. that. <laughs> okay. All right. Thanks again. That, thank you a for night calling. Night. Well, okay. Have, right. a, have a nice weekend.
1: Okay. We do have Judy from Buffalo.
0: Judy. She didn't call us. Okay.
1: Amen. So that we don't mind. Okay. Uh, that box is fine, too. Yeah. So she had a couple of comments in here. First of all, she's looking at AMD, Advanced Micro. Um, and this one she's saying, was it too late to buy? Um, now we've been talking a lot about things breaking out so if you look back on a chart in 2018 it hit a high of 34 mm-hmm. and then fell apart uh, came back down to about 1650 has been working its way up from there um, it had heavy resistance where it broke apart this year um, at 34
2: mm-hmm. when yep. I say
1: where it broke apart from the year before right. but it's broken through that yep. um, and it's done it twice it did it back in August came back down retested right at the trend line Bounced right back up this and this last week broke out above again, gave another buy signal at thirty six. Mm-hmm. So when you say is it too late? That's all relative, um, but you have major support here at thirty four now. So yep. you know that would be what you would be wanting to yep. watch it around. Yeah,
0: I think you'd, you know you would be looking to buy it. You're in the strongest group in the market, by the way. Mm-hmm. Semiconductors are up fifty two percent this year, and uh, you know, it's, and this is a big turnaround story. You know, fundamentally. Yep. I like Fun. it. I, 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 I'd, I'd at least, uh, you know, maybe take a little bit of a position. Yep.
1: Yeah. I agree. And then she also asked uh, if we can compare MU and Cisco, a little of each, and was thinking of putting some money in there instead of AMD. Well, right. you know we like AMD, but I will do the comparison side-by-side right. side on those. All right. We,
0: we've got, two got about seconds. two and a half minutes. so have got to be very quick.
1: Okay. Well, give me two seconds here. Okay. Uh, we're trying to get it pulled up.
0: I see, uh, hmm. hmm,
1: Again, we're trying to compare MU and Cisco. And side by side here. This is a long chart here. So I'm actually seeing some strength on Micron over Cisco um, on the relative strength chart. Um, It did recently give a buy signal. Again, that's a relative strength chart comparing them, you know, side by side against each other.
0: And both of them are, to me, on on the bar chart in resistance at, you know, MU around 50, say, and Cisco...
1: Okay. And I'm seeing the same thing on our side yeah.
0: too. And Cisco, right around what, forty nine or so? Yeah, somewhere.
1: Cisco, in, like, I'm seeing it more 50. around fifty two. Yeah. So, um,
0: so they're both at the resistance, but they both look like they've been basing. And I think if you saw a little strength, it'd be reason to get in.
1: Yeah.
0: Yep. So we agreed the whole show. That's hard we to agreed. believe. We agreed. Oh my
1: God, it's a miracle. Yeah,
0: I, don't, I can't believe that at all. And I, we
1: got Judy in, so thank you very much. We yep, appreciate appreciate
0: that, that. one female. Thank you. Well, we are at the end of the show. Uh, we'll see what next week brings. Uh, you know, it's always interesting every week, in <laughs> the say the least. If you want it, interesting, might not be the word for it, but it, it is what it is. And uh, you know, we always say, you know, have a little powder dry. The reason for that is that you know this market creates opportunities. You know, you've seen some good stocks come down significantly. And now like Dow, you know, Dow went from 60 to 40 and it's been rising. So you should always have some cash around where you can take advantage of those opportunities. And uh, because, you know, this kind of market, they keep coming along, you know, no question about it at all. So, and, uh, you know, number of people who have done very successfully, uh, real successful traders, they always say buy new highs, <laughs> you know, so, you know, right. pe- people are afraid of new highs. Or, you know, after something makes a new high, look for a little pullback maybe and, you know, keep the thing on your list. And, uh, you know, that's the way to go. So anyway, thank you very much, Christina. Enjoyed it. Thank and you. Uh,
1: and happy Veterans Day. Thank you to all of our veterans
0: right. the holiday there weekend you
1: go. for most people.
0: And until uh, next week, take care.